0: We are so happy to welcome you to another episode of Free Talk. This is Shani.
1: And this is Aya. Every Monday, we have a new episode of Free Talk everywhere you find podcasts. So remember to subscribe, like, rate five stars, and share our podcast with others. You can connect with us on Facebook and follow our Instagram at freetalk.ca.
0: I think I'm going to love talking about this topic for our 22nd episode. We're talking about our dream vacations. Is there a place you've been dying to go and haven't been? Or have you actually been able to go? Did it measure up?
1: Let us know. Let's share some of the advantages of traveling. It improves your health.
0: It does improve your health. It makes you sane. (laughs) (laughs) i know for me that's how it works oh my god when i knew that uh, i was going off for two weeks or three weeks whatever it was it oh my god yes it helped
1: yeah for me i feel the same because every day you're going through your daily life your hustle and bustle so it's not you're not thinking of yourself but you're just always doing something and i feel when you go on vacation it's like that breather so that's why i think yeah it does generally improve your health The next thing, it disconnects you from your daily life.
0: Well, that's a given because unless you're staying here like a staycation, you're leaving, right? So you don't think about Montreal right now. You don't think about the work right now. You don't think about the schoolwork right now. You don't think about that stuff, you know, and you just go off and you enjoy yourself. It's, yeah, it's just a, a real disconnect because you're away
1: exactly you don't have to think about bills you don't have to think about what you're going to eat the next day you don't have to think about your obligations it's just freeing yeah freeing time away uh it m- improves your understanding of other cultures
0: more of of the understanding because we are obviously we grew up in the culture and we understand each of our culture for me it was like um, maybe going to the states or I went to New Zealand once because um, Samara's grandparents were, were living there. Um, so learning about the New Zealand and Maori um, culture, if I'm saying it right, please excuse me. But just learning that culture and I, I actually read up on it before I left. So that was really, really interesting. And yeah, just the different places that we've been.
1: Yeah, for me too, I feel that I get to understand more Uh, Even with my culture, because living in Canada, yes, there's things here and there, but it's not as in-depth as when I'm in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. But all the other places I've been to, what was great is that you get, especially because I like going to museums and seeing cultural things about each country I go to, I get to just learn more about them, see what they're about, because like you said, a lot of things you can read, but when you're in it and you feel it, there's a difference. And that's why I feel that, yeah, I got to, like, I, I, I think what I pulled from some of the places is that I wanted to learn the language, because it's not my native language, so yes. I, I'm not saying I'm fluent, but at least there are certain things that I, I could pull from each place I've been to and speak a little bit, especially when you just need to know how to get somewhere, or do something, you'll learn those couple of phrases just so mm-hmm. it's an easier transition. Exactly,
0: I do the same as well, and even for, like, when we went to New Zealand, I was like, there's something familiar about New Zealand, you know, I was like, what is it? And then I realized we went in a different town. It was even greener than the town we went in before. I'm like, this is like back home. <laughs> this is like the Caribbean. It's like just so green so
1: lush and animals are everywhere. Goats were this. And it was just amazing. You know, honestly, that's how I felt when I went to Cuba. It felt like going back home, even yeah. though there are a lot of differences, but it yeah. felt like that too. Oh,
0: that's
1: good. So the next thing like we're saying it makes interesting stories to share
0: yeah for sure for sure i mean like i'm gonna highlight new zealand for now but like just being in new zealand when we were at the at the bus stop we had a, like uh, um, we got, um a horse behind us i'm like in what other country would that happen except for back home you know what i mean and then you mm. look up the
1: mountain and you got the goats like And I was saying this before, but you get to try amazing food. No matter where I've gone, like you may not remember every detail and depth all the time, but there are definitely moments that happen on every vacation I've been on. So Mm -hmm. I can always call back those memories and just, you know, enjoy it, enjoy what I've been through and what it does for me, it motivates me to want to go someplace else and create new memories
0: exactly um like when we were back home because we used to go back home i think every four years so i have that memory of back home of being with my family and just especially on the island my mom was from until i was i think 18 they didn't have electricity so it was a different kind of it was just kind of a different kind of living you know what i mean that has always stuck with me and the funny thing is since I haven't been back since that time, for me, it's like, I don't want to go now because I know they have electricity. I know they have casinos. I know they have this. I know. I was like, I just, I want to preserve that.
1: (laughs) That is no excuse. I know. I know. (laughs) And the last point is, um, you appreciate your home even more.
0: Yeah, it really does. Cause I'm, I'm a homebody you know, that I'm a homebody. So when I come home, I'm like, just to sleep back in your bed. And I have to worry about, I mean, you don't worry about where you're sleeping, but it's just, it's not as obviously as comfortable as where you, you know, you lay your head every day, you know, the other, I don't know, 350 days of the year. <laughs> but um, you get to appreciate that when you come back, you're like, okay, these people really, really work for what they do. I mean, we work as well. But I'm like, they really work for what they do, especially back home. It's, it's just a different, it's just a different place, a different time, a, I don't know, a different um, way of being. I, I
1: feel that I appreciate home a lot, but in my case, when I go on vacation, I feel comfortable. I hear you. But I feel so comfortable that I don't miss home but when I reach home yes. and I'm in my bed, I'm like, yes. oh my word, this is the yes. best feeling ever. That's it. So you that's can- the part. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I never it. miss home when I'm on vacation. But as soon as I reach, that's when I'm like, ooh, yes. yeah, I feel so it. So true.
0: So true. And it's and I think as I as I think back, actually, yes, for every place I've been, it's always been like that. I'm happy to be out, but when I'm back, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Where and when did you start traveling? When did the bug hit you, basically?
1: I think it was always with me, but when I really started was um, when I was 25. Because I came to Canada when I was 10, Mm -hmm. and I've always wanted to go back home. But due to a lot of different reasons, I wasn't able to go. Mm -hmm. So when I was 25, you know, I had my job, I had everything that I needed established. I was like, I have been away from home. For 14 years, going on 15 years. I have to go home. Yeah. So that's when I just said, okay, I'm by myself, but I'm I'm gonna go home. When I went back to Trinidad, after that vacation, that's when it hit me. I'm like, what am I doing? Why aren't I traveling more? <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that that was the point where I'm just like, yeah, this felt good. This was a good time away. I, I, I felt something different that I haven't felt in a very long time. I have to start exploring like i went home a lot yeah. that's due to just i love being home but it also allowed me to say okay i have like i made my, my list of places i want to go because okay. of that okay
0: cool yeah um for me it started um when i was five i was uh my mom's sister who was because oh, they're from canawan i was in new york we need a vacation Let's go to Arizona I'm like uh no like I, I can't go to Arizona I don't have money for Arizona she's like nah it's okay let's go I'm like okay let's go <laughs> so she brought me to Arizona and we spent a week in Arizona and I was like holy cow so that brought another aspect of traveling for so for me it was just New York or back home, New York or back home, New York or back home. You know what I mean? So just knowing that I can go anywhere after that was just like, yeah, why don't I do this? <laughs> so
1: that's what like, yeah, I feel traveling really brings you, well, it gives you that, that moment to get away from everything. But what it does is it takes your mind off of Life. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're going there to die. Like, I don't want to be grim, <laughs> but it's just every day you have to go through what you have to go through school, work, you know, your daily things, family, everything. Mm-hmm. I feel that having a vacation allows you a moment to disconnect from society, disconnect from everything that you're normally doing, yeah. and just giving you a moment to be at peace. That's why I feel, you know, people who Don't give themselves that two weeks, three weeks, month. They have a very stressful life. Regardless of what status you are in the world, you Mm -hmm. need to disconnect. You need Mm -hmm. to find a moment for yourself. Mm -hmm. Whether you're traveling alone or with people, it just gives you that disconnect. It gives you that time to recharge on life and come back and actually, you know, get back that luster, that feel for, okay, yeah, we got to get this done. But you need you need time away
0: and i think you're like me where when we come back we always have a couple of days in between when we come back
1: definitely <laughs> <That> I, <laughs> woo, I can't do like my friend she when she goes on vacation she loves being on vacation so what she does is she stays there until the last possible day when mm-hmm. she comes back from traveling the next day you know she comes three four o'clock in the morning the next day she goes back to work I'm like, I don't understand how you do that. I need a moment or two, so two days, back home, resting, realizing that I'm back in the real world, as I put it, before I can go back to work. I can't do, okay, I just came back. I'm going to work the next day. I would die. I have my cousin who does that, too. He actually went from the airport and went straight to work. I was like, dude, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't. That's a different kind of people. I can't oh my gosh it's like you know you know what I call the two days mm. a vacation from my vacation yes I go on vacation and then I'm like I need a little two days just to bring my mind back to reality yeah because in my mind I'm still over there so two two days at home I'm still over there and then on the third day I'm like oh okay here, let's get back
0: the only place I can't do that is New York because of the stricture strict stricture <laughs> of the way it's like our our holidays are so strict it's like when i come back the next day i have to work you know what i mean so that's the only place where i find i can't so that's when i do go away fly away i know to schedule in extra days you know what i mean so that taught me that but um and new york is not that far it's not like jet lag and all that stuff you know so for me it's not i don't think it's a big big issue But, uh, yeah, when when we're flying, no, no. Need those extra days, sorry. (laughs) So as we reminisce about our vacations past, I think it's only fitting we talk about the vacations to come, like the dream vacations,
1: the dream getaways. What would be yours? There are too many places. (laughs) But (laughs) I'll just keep it down to um, certain dream destinations I have are China, Bali, Fiji, and like everybody else, Hawaii. For China, I'm fascinated by the culture. You know, and I, for some reason, I feel drawn to it. That's why I try to learn the language, writing. I watch a lot of Chinese film. So that's a place, that's definitely a dream place that I hope that I get to go to because yeah, I want to see the Great Wall of China. There are a lot of uh, different things there that I want to explore from the culture. For Bali and Fiji and Hawaii, we know it's the beautiful beaches, the wonderful structures, just everything feels, I think whenever there's like a, a great body of water, you just feel like it's closer to nature, because you know, water feeds like the the forest and everything is green so those three places is really a, a dream destination because it's what I'll see magnificent places I love going to the beach so I will be in the water mostly it's just that's those type of destinations and obviously with um, Fiji and Bali you know they have like the places near the water where you can sleep and wake up to the ocean. I mean, yes. that's
0: the dream. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I love all the places you mentioned, even China, but I don't know what it is. Hawaii has been on my mind since I was, I think 20. Yeah, about 20. And I've, I don't know. For me, it was like my dream vacation because it was like my wedding vacation since that's out the window. Um, just my- <laughs> why would you say that? do <laughs> oh word. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay, it's just generally now my dream vacation. Just put mm-hmm. that way. Like. So if it, it, the wedding happens, the wedding happens, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I don't know why, but Kauai, uh it's one of the islands of Hawaii. That's my favorite island. And back when I heard about it, when in my twenties, it was from my sister-in-law. And her uncle married somebody from Kauai. And the way they described it, I was like, oh, my God. And they're like, yeah, it's like back home. And And so when I researched it, I was like, oh, I see what they're saying. And back then, it wasn't as popular as it is now. You know, everybody goes there now. But it's one of the least um, populated islands that people go to still. So at least I still have that. So I have to hurry up.
1: (laughs) Just a side note, mm-hmm. Kauai, okay, mm-hmm. in, J- in Japanese, is cute. Woo! Don't know if it has anything to do with it, but I'm just like, oh, okay.
0: Well, Kauai, um, it basically means the garden isle or garden, garden island. Um, it's lush and green and it's there's more land that's um, put aside for habitation of animals than there is for people wow
1: so that's,
0: that's why I, yes you know so that's why people i think maybe stay more on hawaii hawaii the main island because there's six islands right so hawaii is the main island there's maui there's lanai there's a there's please forgive me if i'm not pronouncing these things properly oahu and of course my favorite hawaii Oh, I, I said it first. I said it properly the first time. Okay, forgive me. <laughs> oh wow. So these are, and the, what's fascinated me just learning about Kauai, and then when I went to New Zealand, I was looking up New Zealand before I left. It's the same Morari people. Just they separated and they 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 went their different ways. You know, just like the Caribbean people. Like they, we are on on different islands. We, yes, we're. Um, the same Caribbean people with the same tastes and cultures, but we just do things a little bit differently. So that's, that's what I find fascinating about Hawaii and New Zealand. Kauai is back home, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's lush and it's green, and it's one of the most Northern islands of all the six islands. So you have to access most of these places by land, or like, not by land, but by sea or by boat or air. Um, which is similar to, like, St. Vincent, because even for when we went to St. Vincent, I mean, my mom's island um, kind of won, we went by boat. Um, I think when I was 18, that's when the, they built, like, an airstrip, but that's it, you know what I mean? Like, now I think it's bigger, but no, it was mostly by boat. So that's where I, I maybe connected with this island. But um, like most islands, you can kayak, you can um, snorkel, um, you can hike trails, just a few of the activities I can, I guess I can tell you, um, you can do, but I just fell in love with Island because it's just so lush and so green when you look at it. And I actually bought a DVD, not bought, but I actually wanted to do, um, a vacation with Samara, and so I bought a DVD. They had, like, a, this DVD thing, and they were sending it to you for free, and then you can figure out where you want to go, and I was like, it was like a movie. It
1: was like <laughs> I was just staring. I was like, "Yes, we need to go." And I was, when they said the price at the end of the movie, I was like, "Nope." <laughs> nope, no, episodes. <ain't> <laughs> yeah, for any of the places that we named, you have to save for it. There's yeah. There's no way thinking you could just go with pocket change. These places are expensive to get to.
0: Yes maybe on the island because i I noticed a bit about the island there is, is cheap to kind of buy things but to go there is a different issue
1: <laughs> yeah that's what i feel too about um cuba like yes there are some cheap uh situations in cuba but buy like a four star or a five star place resort you want to stay and when you reach there you know, you're not really using that much money. So that's the plus side of it. One of the destinations I talked about obviously is Fiji. And Fiji has wonderful beaches. It has beautiful warm climate, about 26 to 31 degrees. And one of the official languages of um, Fiji is English. So it'll be easy to get around for, you know, any of us who haven't been there. Yes, they have their own language, but English is really part of the official languages. So, Fiji has more than 330 islands, of which about 110 are permanently inhabited. That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And the best time to go to Fiji is from late October to early November because it's not peak season. And during that time, the beaches and the resorts aren't, you know, not as crowded as it usually is because everybody wants to go there. And I absolutely understand why. Yeah. And to go there, like, like we're basically saying, it's very expensive. But you need to, you know, have a budget when you go there. And if you are good with having like a really nice, easy vacation where you, you know, you just have to go to certain places, I would say plan about 250 to $300 per day per person, and then you'll be okay but if you want to have more of a luxurious trip you'll have to mm-hmm. save about 500 per day that's just the reality of it if mm-hmm. you want to explore a lot on the islands mm-hmm. you have to have enough money to travel around right yeah.
0: yeah that's what happened with me when i went on my vacation with um to new zealand and then to um uh holland is we i had to do that like i had to plan yes i went to holland for a wedding but i knew in advance to know okay start saving or the savings i did have i would have maybe take a part of it and know that this is how much i would save even though you're staying with family you know your needs and obviously it's two of us not one so it was even more you know what i mean so i had to kind of gauge that
1: yeah that's the thing uh when i go on vacation obviously for me i just have to worry about myself but like my sister and like you, you guys have to double up everything. So your budget, like I said, the the amounts that I that I said were per person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, your child won't need as much as you, but still, you want to budget that in the event anything happens.
0: That's it. So it's an extra like hundred dollars. So for exactly. if it's for two hundred for you, then it's a hundred for her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah.
1: And to know which island and resort you should go to, I would recommend to please do your research and to read multiple reviews this is t- the type of situation that happened uh, I keep bringing it up but about Cuba mm. I wasn't sure exactly where to go because you know there's a lot of places in Cuba that are wonderful yeah and w- my friends and I we did a lot of research we made sure and look at every review look at all the pictures because the thing is the people who went there are the perfect people to let you know exactly how it is compared to the, I don't know how to call it, but the reviews that, you know, the resort kind of puts together. Yeah. But some places they lie. Mm-hmm. So please look at all the reviews. Before we went to Cuba, we made sure, that's why we paid more than the average person would pay to go to Cuba. Cause some people pay four, $500 and they're good, but they go in a two star, three star hotel and you get what you paid for. Yeah. So there were, Images, even on the website for uh, the resort that we went to, the island Cayo Coco, they had a picture of every version of the rooms because they have different types of rooms, the bathroom, the deck, everything. And it was so helpful because at least when we went there, we knew what we were getting ourselves into. Okay. So we got two versions of the room because they had some that they were renovating and some that were, you know, the older version. So you knew what you were gonna see and that helps so much because then you'll have a good time because you already know what to expect, at least with the accommodations, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Um, I ha- that's I think where I haven't I haven't explored. I've even if I've been on vacation, I haven't been able to really stay in a hotel I think yes we went we went to France once um back in 2001 when another family member was um getting married but it was just your traditional hotel room that you can see here you know so I'm like okay so it wasn't a big issue but when you go on vacation like things like that I haven't been able to do that so that's a good tip
1: the thing is If you are lucky and you get to stay with family, that's great. That chops your budget down because you don't have to worry about hotels and stuff like that. Yes. But in my case, when it came to, uh, my friend and I, we went to Niagara Falls. It's, you know, it's close and everything. Mm -hmm. And we went, there were a lot of hotels to choose from and we chose the Hilton. And some people would be like, you know, you could choose, you know, one that's less expensive or stuff like that but the experience was completely worth it. Like everything is provided. Everything is clean. Everything is comfortable. If you're going for a short trip, like a week or less, yeah. if you can afford it, go for the better accommodations because it is so worth it. Imagine jumping on a fluff, well, not jumping, but throwing yourself on a fluffy bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And oh everywhere you go, it's clean. Every time you leave the hotel and you come back, there. are There are new things that are there. Like, they make sure and clean everything, provide you with all that you need, shampoos, conditioner, you know, all the things you need. And the meals are good. Like, only on our last day did we um, get breakfast in bed, because usually we just go out because we wanted to explore. We were only there for, I think, four days, so we wanted to explore. But on the last day, we got breakfast in bed. Everything was worth the price everything was very comfortable it was worth doing all of that actually
0: you brought back because I wasn't even thinking about Canada you see I didn't even think about Canada I was just thinking about going flying away (laughs) that's how much I need to fly away (laughs) but yes you're you're right because I remember we did do we did a vacation in Quebec City this happened to encompass my birthday and oh my god the hotel the Vincent, oh my God, it was amazing. And we had like the to- top floor, because we went in February.
1: Who oh oh, no was there? <laughs> That's so cool.
0: <laughs> you know, so we got to visit the Mama Sea Falls and do things in, in the winter that, of course, only Canadians can do. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a different atmosphere. And I think we did another one to um, Vermont for ski season and we said oh yeah let's go ski nobody skied <laughs> people got tattoos people went shopping i it was like and from our, our hotel room you can see you can see people skiing from our hotel room the way it was right the condo we were in because it was like six of us or eight of us mm. and you can see people skiing but we we didn't do any of that and you know <laughs> i love to ski and i you know that
1: i <laughs> forgot about that oh my gosh mm that's the thing i feel yeah most people when they think vacation they think you know you have to leave your country but i i've been to toronto and it's wonderful i highly recommend when it is possible do a eastern canadian trip because i had the opportunity to do that and i haven't been everywhere in canada so this was really a fun opportunity And seeing all these amazing places on the eastern side of Canada was great. And when you do this, this is one of those times where I'll say, just get a good um, deal, you know, with a nice guide. And usually they pick really nice hotels. I'm not going to say it's like the top of the top, but it's never, it's really always a good hotel, like four stars. And everywhere we went, it was very comfortable. It was very nice. I went with a couple ladies that I work with and you get to go out and explore each part. And Canada has so much rich and wonderful places to go to. So I would highly suggest doing that. We didn't get guides and stuff like that, but I would love to
0: do that because I would love to be able to go to some of the um, some of the different places. Like even if we went to Quebec City again, just to get a guide to tell us exactly, well, we're Quebecers, so we know about Quebec history, but. Just to be able to get into those places easier and, and, and see it for, you know, for what it is and firsthand would be great. You know what I mean? Especially with Samara growing up, it would be another um, great advantage for her to learn all this history. We went to St. Vincent, we went to the volcano and just looking at the old fort in St. Vincent and all that information that we got, I was like 14 at the time when we did this whole thing. And it was so astonishing to know Vincentian history through that just one week of being in St. Vincent and visiting all these sites, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's good to do.
1: Unless you're going on a vacation to relax, I feel wherever you go, yes, visit a museum, visit a place that tells you about the culture of the country. Like I'm from Trinidad and not until uh, I started going back was I able to do that. I was living in the country and well, okay. It was only until I was 10, but I didn't get the chance to explore as much. When I went back to Trinidad, I went and saw the pitch lake. I went went to Tobago like four or five times. These are things that I didn't do when I lived there, but exploring all these things made me appreciate home even more. And it gives me things, stories to give to other people to say, oh, if you ever visit Trinidad, remember to go here, remember to go there because these are amazing places. So, yes, wherever you decide to go, try and explore a bit, you know, around where you're staying, especially if you do the, you know, the Airbnb, sorry, Airbnbs or anything like that. Yes, go to specific places, but also explore where you are because you will find so many fascinating things within the area that you're staying so don't be afraid to just go out there, walk out there, talk to the locals, see what's you know what's great about that place, and just enjoy your vacation. I
0: remember we went to Holland one time, and um, even though it was for the wedding, uh, we got to one of the cousins lives near the German border, so we went to Germany one for one day. You know, and just on that one day of just being in that little town just first of all it reminds me of Quebec City <laughs> with all the cobblestone and stuff like that but it was just it's just learning the different cultures and I don't know just they like you said the history and taking it all in and bringing it home to share the stories yeah it was just it was amazing first of all by the way they don't like when you ask for ketchup <laughs> where oh, okay I asked for ketchup, and the lady's like, what?
1: My cousin's like, you have to ask for mayo. I'm like, but I want ketchup. (laughs) So that's just not their thing. Ketchup is not their thing. No.
0: No. You're supposed to ask for mayo first, even if you're not going to eat the mayo. Just ask for mayo,
1: and then ask for ketchup. Ah, okay. So that's their main... Okay, okay, okay. Yes.
0: In your period, they don't... they're um, They're not keen on eating their french fries with ketchup. It's only us over here in north america (laughs) yeah they're they're mayo people
1: so okay that's why i think they made the mayo ketchup mix now in stores i haven't bought it i like mixing them but i usually do it independently but i didn't know that that sparked a real thing
0: yeah it's a real thing and joshua tried it i refuse to try it and he said yeah it's it's good the first time you try it but after that it's like mm -mm. okay yourself
1: (laughs) (laughs) one of the places that i forgot to mention that i really would like to go to is vietnam vietnam is again another fascinating place to me i've actually watched clips on youtube about it Mm -hmm. and, and there are so many beautiful places in vietnam that i definitely hope someday to go see And the great thing about Vietnam, it's kind of like um, if you go to Europe, Mm
0: -hmm. you are
1: connected to a lot of different places, you know, Singapore, Cambodia, all -hmm. those things. So you can enjoy Vietnam. And again, Vietnam is a place where you have to save your money for the plane ticket. It is necessary. It is expensive. But when you reach in the country, even staying in a hotel, it's cheap. Like my JJ told me, it's very cheap to go to a hotel or to eat there but just save your money for the ticket you have no choice and if you do want to explore the other places that's where you have to have a budget as well so the quote for today's episode is 20 years from now you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did do yes this is obviously on the nose No matter what you want to do with your life, do it. Like it's better to regret it. Like, okay, I'm not saying go do something illegal or something messed up, but if you feel the need to do something or you're passionate about something, try it, do it. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that could happen is you fail. But once you fail, then you're like, you'll know if this is something that you truly want to do. Mm -hmm. So then you'll work a different way in getting to the end result. But Try it. Do it. Go there. Tell that person. Everything that you feel you need to do, do it while we're here.
0: That's it. It's so true. Because how many times have you said, oh, you know what? We'll get to go back there tomorrow or whatever. Life changes every day, right? So do you get to go back there? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. In my case, it mostly is now. (laughs) So there's a lot of... Places I've always wanted to go back. It doesn't matter where, even in New York, like there's a lot of places I want to go back to. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I can't go anymore because either it closed down, it moved, it, something happened, right? So just so even here, even here um, where we are in Canada, take that chance, do it. How many times have I said I want to do the East, you know, um, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, especially in New Brunswick, since it's not that far. But I'm like, yeah, should've done it. Or should do it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you should. That's why I, I will always say, if someone proposes something to you, let's go here, let's do that. Your answer should mostly be yes, because every time you say no, You don't get that invitation anymore and maybe one day you will have the opportunity to do it and you have said no so many times that the invitations stop. And if that happens, yes, you're going to regret it because then everyone else is going to say, oh, this is what we did. This is what we did. And you Mm -hmm. didn't get the chance. Obviously you have to look at your situation and see what you can do, but try to mostly say yes. Whenever a bunch of friends or a loved one says, would you like to go here? The amount of times I have said yes to random madness sometimes, like. I remember I was asked, oh, we have, and I'm in Montreal. They asked, we have to go pick up someone in Toronto at the airport. Do you want to come along? I'm like, okay, I'll be ready in half an hour. Like, just go. These little adventures is going to enrich your life. These little adventures are going to teach you things. And you're going to get to explore and do more things. Because if you have that mindset of mostly saying yes, then when you get a project or when you get something else that will interest you so much, the first thing you're going to say is yes. And then you'll execute it. This is also targeted at you, Shani. Stop saying no first. I
0: knew it. Because
1: when you say no first, then you miss out. You don't want to miss out on everything. (laughs) Yes, that's especially for you. You know that. I know that. The Cuba
0: one, I really, I swear to God, I really, but it was at a bad time. (laughs)
1: But trust me, I would have been, ah, hell yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like I said, you have to look at your situation, see what's possible and and what's not. But you have to say yes most of the times. And I also bring this up because unfortunately, I also um, recently lost someone in my life. It was my uncle. And what that has also made me realize is that Me saying yes most of the times in situations like this has really helped my life. The amount of times people have told me, why are you going back to Trinidad so often? Why don't you go elsewhere? I have been back to Trinidad, I think, six, seven, maybe close to 10 times. Mm -hmm. And what that has done for me is that I have seen um, one of my uncles on my mom's side before he died. Because when I came back, they told me he died. Same thing with my cousin and now recently uh, another uncle, he passed, but the great thing is I got to see him a couple times before this happened. It's, it's obviously, you know, shocking and it's heartbreaking, but I have memories to look back on. I have memories and conversations and like a lot of things to look back on because I said, yes, I'm going just give me time, let me get you know my, st- my stuff together, get packed and I'm there. And sometimes with this particular uncle, when we were in Trinidad, obviously we had to go some places, but sometimes we just wanted to stay home and relax. And some days when he came back after work, he would say, do you guys wanna go for a drive? And every single time we said yes. Yeah. once we even went on a drive in our pjs because it was nighttime and he just came back late from work oh, and yeah. he's like okay guys let's go get some double and thing. so we're just like we're in our p okay sure we sure. left <laughs> <laughs> and he took us so many places i remember one of the places he took us because uh, my sister my niece and myself went for christmas and new year's and he said um do you guys want to see like all the houses lit up that's the next thing about trinidad christmas what i love a lot of, everybody decorates. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, the lights and stuff. It's like they decorate their house and everything. So that's mm-hmm. what's fun. He drove us all around and we saw some beautiful lights on homes. Mm-hmm. Just that drive. That's a memory that I could keep. So I know I'm sidetracking from what we're talking about vacations, but it's just all to say, whatever you do, cherish the moments. Do not refuse these beautiful moments because they're all you will have. So that also is vacations.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It does encompass those things because whoever you meet on, on the, on the journey there or who, you know, on the journey you're taking, um, and then things that happen like that. And my condolences, like seriously, my condolences, because I remember you talking about those drives sometimes. Yeah. You have something to take
1: with you, you know, and share so enjoy all the moments, all the vacation, all the times that you will have, and try and say yes in your mind before you spit out the no. I used to do
0: impromptus even after we used to go many times. One time I went to New York with a boyfriend, It's random, because he had some meeting. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with you, so let's go. Because I was in college then, and I had vacation time. So I'm like, okay, let's go. And, and we ended up at my aunt's house. And... I think it was one of the last intimate moments I had with her. So trust me, I understand. I understand. These are times you need to grasp and just express you now, please. So as cliche this might sound, the money you spend on travel is an investment on yourself spending money while you travel doesn't hurt as much i find in my own opinion because it's something you're investing in yourself to make yourself better um they talk about these days they talk about health your mental health this is all that it encompasses so for me if you're going to make that I don't think it's a sacrifice. I don't think it's a sacrifice at all. But if you make the investment in yourself, you come out on the better end of everything, especially through all that we talked about. It makes sense to know that you are happy. You're happy, you have happy memories. You have something to look back on. Um, when you're struggling in one part, you might like, you know what, let's daydream today. Let's think about that vacation I took about
1: you know about two months ago. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? These are the little things that I appreciate.
1: For me, I think it is a sacrifice. I know like everyone has their own interpretation. The reason why I think it's a sacrifice, it's because if you do not sacrifice spending on what you want or not budgeting or in- investing in yourself, like you said. Mm-hmm you're not really going anywhere. I mean, I said this in the last episode, I believe, if you want to go on vacation, that is the first thought that is amazing. Because yes, you have to break away. But you also have to put money aside in order to do that. It's not going to come from anywhere, Mm. unless you know, it falls from the sky. So you have to sacrifice, in some cases, buying whatever your splurges are, or If you're a smoker, cut down on smoking or drinking or whatever you do and take that money and put it towards yourself. And then when the end of the year comes, you have money to go on vacation, Mm -hmm. but you have to be willing to sacrifice your wants. Obviously, never your needs because you need it, but Mm -hmm. sacrifice on certain things and then put money aside and go. And you can have vacation, you can have a staycation, you can have within your country, vacation or overseas not this year we know but you know that's what I mean like you have to be willing to do certain things in order to have that money put aside
0: exactly it's true it is yeah it is a sacrifice um the reason why I try to not think of it as sacrifice because I for me sacrifice was kind of like a negative but for me just saving for that vacation is the ultimate investment in yourself sacrificing yourself um that enables you to be free cuz i'm sorry these vacations mean that you are free you know you're free to do what you need to do in life and yes cut on your smokes cut down your drinking i don't know don't do mcdonald's I don't know every two days i don't know whatever maybe once a week or once a month or whatever you know what i mean Like, these are the little stuff, yes. So it is, yeah, you're right. It is a sacrifice.
1: Airport and do the exchange there. The next benefit with doing it at the airport is that they give you a coupon for the next time you go. And I have used my coupon. (laughs) It is so worth it.
0: Oh, wow. That's a lot of information. That is really, really good to know. I went when I was younger, so I didn't know all the stuff, but that's good to know, even with europe or wherever you go um for us yeah when we went to new zealand again we didn't have to play for a plane ticket thank god because those yeah it's double anything you've ever thought of you would be <laughs> i was like okay whatever so thank god it wasn't me organizing that trip but i knew um, the money, spending money, would be more because it's not like the Caribbean or wherever. The money is actually is a little less in here, but it, it, so you don't get much more for what you you change it for. So I knew I would have to have a lot. Especially I wanted to do little excursions here and there with the time, the little time we had. So I knew I had to have a lot. So just saving that and then the buying the Christmas gifts, and I'm just just existing <laughs> is a lot. <laughs> so yeah that was a little harder to save for especially ha- I had just bought a house so it was a little harder <laughs> but I managed it I, I can actually came back with money you know and then so that was I was very happy about that because usually you know me I'm a Pisces I usually don't pay attention to shit. <laughs> stuff. this <is> stuff that's the stuff
1: funny enough you're like, you came back with money. I try my hardest to come back with zero dollars and zero cents. I try. Doesn't always happen. But the reason why I try is because I'm like, this is vacation money. I don't, I don't think of it as you know, money that I need to come back with. Oh, New Zealand money you need to come back with. It's too high for you not to come back with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and speaking of that, because you said the exchange obviously is higher. When I went to Cuba, the exchange was higher. When I went to New York, obviously the exchange is higher yeah. and you have to really budget for those type of things. Mm-hmm. Not Cuba, like I said before, because you're not really, especially if you go to a resort, you're not spending money. What you're doing is tipping everybody. Yes. Yeah. If you spend money, it's really because you want um, gifts to take back for yourself yeah. or for other people. That's mm-hmm. where you spend your money. But if you're in a resort, everything is in the price. So you're just really tipping everybody. And just again, another side note, Please, people, all people, when you go to Cuba at a resort, tip, tip everyone. You get a drink, give a tip. You go to the beach and they give you a chair or you get a drink from one of the bartenders or they have, like in our case, they had a pizza place. Go and tip them. I saw a lot of people, I'm not going to say what kind of people, and it was very disappointing that they just took, 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 and they didn't tip. And they just kept asking for more and they didn't tip them. Mm -hmm. Remember, these people, their salaries stay the same. Unlike us, it does not increase. So they are living off of that and the tips we give them. They work really hard. Like really hard. Not to diss my own country, but they work really hard. Mm -hmm. No, I hear you. (laughs) So I just wanted to say that. Please tip them, give them money. The thing is. I went there with three incredible women and even when our trip was almost over and we were leaving, every cent we had left, we gave it to somebody, like even the gardener and he gave us flowers, like the people there are so nice, they're there, you know, they know that they have to work hard, so they really do their best, so please give them tips because this helps with their living.
0: Exactly. If, if anything think of it this way when
1: you're in college and you work at a
0: restaurant or whatever what do you live on not really your salary it's your tips because that's how i lived on my that's how i paid for college just through my tips my yes the salary helps but it wasn't that much
1: yeah and it, these people was- have families and they lack a lot of things that um we get in our every day oh sorry that's the next thing uh some left clothes we left like anything that we had that was still packaged because obviously you always carry extra we left it for the mate and you know she has that for herself or her family anything that you don't need that's Mm -hmm. still in a package or anything like that please leave it to them because they'll appreciate it oh
0: nice yes for sure oh that's a good clue please thank you
1: and tip oh and another tip sorry it's just all coming Before you leave for any country, please do a little bit of research on places that you could go to for free. Because, obviously, you can't pay for everything. You're not rich. Unless you're rich, then do you. But if you're not, um, yes, research for places that are free. Museums are usually free or, you know, it's not priced that high. There are certain... um, parks and places that you can explore for free just do that so your trip is more enriched and you're not feeling like you're obligated to go to certain places just because you have to pay like give yourself a chance to truly just enjoy your vacation and find some places that are just free to go to explore thank you for joining us on another episode of free talk this has been Aya and Shani Email us your comments at freetalk.ca at gmail.com.
0: What's your dream vacation? Save now so you can go in the future and enjoy the place you've always wanted to visit. Share your stories with us on places you've been and we'll, you'd know, like to recommend to us. Make your dream vacation a reality. Stay safe and take care. Bye-bye.